Hey, 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 you guys. Thank you all so much for being back on Black Canvas. I'm so excited. We have a special guest here for season 10. So this is my first guest for season 10. And if you guys have not heard of him, you must have been under the rock because he is an amazing rapper, entrepreneur. He does amazing things for his community. And his name is Armin. As his streams, views, and likes climb with every drop and his hit list of features turns from big timers like Wiz Khalifa, French Montana, Quavo, and YG into legendary icons like Nas, Wu-Tang Clan, this Armenian, LA-born, Amsterdam-raised artist raps as the voice of his people. After graduating from UCLA, finishing pharmacy school, and starting at 9 to 5 working as a pharmacist, Armin met a major fork in the road. With his right-hand man and business partner, Alex, they sat down and they pretty much came up with a business plan of what it's going to take for them to get where they are. So they were actually able to give up everything, their cars, apartments, nights out, just being able to grind and make a career for themselves. And from there, he had a lot of buzz as it relates with his first project, Broken Water, to the next level waves of his track, Lost Angels, which featured the game to Wu-Tang Clan recruiting him to appear on their 2017 album. The saga continues to then performing weekly on Be Real TV after attracting the attention of Cypress Hills, Be Real. Armin consistently levels up. In 2020, he teamed up with Burner for the Fiery Joint Project, the warning powered by On God featuring Dave East and Kings featuring Wiz Khalifa and Be Real. Meanwhile, packing out shows and tours across the U.S. and Canada, performing on festival stages like Rolling Loud, and also amassing a loyal following. Armin has just released, if y'all haven't heard, it's a great album, which is mean it's a full-length album, which has Scott Storch, who helped produce of this album, which I really enjoyed. And he's been able to earn support from artists like Cardi B, Post Malone, and the late DMX, who helped him as it related to his powerful movement called Open Wounds, which was a song that he actually has the same title, which talks about being able to give more awareness as it relates to Armenian genocides and being able to help people understand more about his culture. I am so excited to have this artist here, Armin, because he is creating a legacy for himself, but he's had many, of course, of hip hop's forefathers like Nipsey Hussle and Tupac, who I love both of those rappers. And thank you so much, Armin, for being my first guest in season 10. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm really, really excited. This is um, one of my favorite interviews to have someone like you here because I love that you stand for your culture, but you also have so many things that you've gone through and I've been able to see other interviews you've done and learning more about your career. And I'm just very excited for you. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. So I have some fun questions I came up with for you and I have some titles from some songs that I think you might know. So I thought it would be really cool to get your first initial response to each one. So if you're ready, I can jump right into them. Let's get it. All right. So the first one I have is Stay Blessed. So what has been one blessing that has happened in your life that you're the most thankful for? Man, I would have to say the circle of people around me. Um, 
which is, you know, a blessing, but at the same time, kind of a conscious choice of who you let in your circle and who you don't, you know what I'm saying? Um, the saying that they say, like, you are the five people that you hang out with is so real, you know, because once I started cutting off the negative energy and surrounding myself more with, like, like-minded people and driven, ambitious people and people that have similar goals as me, a lot of things started shifting in my life, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's what I would have to answer for that. I love that. And I think you made a great point. I think the hardest thing is kind of deciphering who really has your back in your career. Because I always say when people go with you in the trenches, when you're in your lowest moments, that's when you really find out who you are and who they are in those situations. And having a good friend, like you said, like Alex in your bio, who really saw something not only in your talent, but supported you and following this venture, it's, it's led you to where you are now. So I love that you have those people, like you say, that you're blessed and thankful to have who who really see how talented you are. Nah, for sure. And But I feel like it's kind of like that for, um, you know, even if you didn't have like a, a goal, like a music career or something that's so, you know, different that most people don't understand, just in general, um, you know, it, it'll help your life if you just have like-minded people around you Activity, no toxic energy, no, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. no drama all the time and things like that, you know? So, um, but yeah, definitely people, uh, direct people in my team also. So it kind of applies to both, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. And like you said, it's about sometimes more the energy versus the time. I always say if your energy is off, your time's going to be off as well. So I, I love that. So the next question I have for you is open wounds. So do you struggle sometimes with showing your emotions with other people? And if so, um, how do you somehow release it to remain like centered and grounded if you struggle with showing that emotion? Yeah, you know, on my new album, I, I use the word introvert at least a couple times. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm like, as I'm maturing, I'm getting better at it. But, you know, expressing myself has always been an issue for me. So. Um, I think that a lot of artists have that in common, you know, because that's when we turn to that pen um, and, and and get our, you know, emotions and feelings out in a different way and put it all in the music. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a simple answer, but that's definitely the, the truest answer. You know what I mean? For me, music is more than, you know, just entertainment is really, um, you know, it's like therapy, really. You know what I mean? It's like medicine for myself to make it as well as, you know, as a consumer. Um, I know the type of music that I listened to as a young kid really affected me and inspired me in different ways. And I, you know, can only hope to do that to someone else. You know what I mean? So I do. And and I love when who is someone who I've admired as a kid, like when I grew up, first of all, I grew up in a very religious background. So I wasn't able to really listen to music like I wanted. So I had to kind of sneak and listen to most of the artists who I enjoy, like Busta Rhymes. <laughs> Twista, um, I just, one of my favorite rappers, Busta Rhymes and Nas were my two top two. And then, of course, I love B.I.G. and Tupac. And then, of course, we have like Kendrick Lamar, you know, J. Cole. I mean, amazing people. It sounds like we pretty much in similar uh, vibes music-wise, you know? All right, that works for me. <laughs> oh. I mean, but but I, I agree with you. Like I said, it's it's like finding that core, and it's a reciprocal thing because when you like and you're inspired by these artists, then when you're able to get in the booth and share, you know, put 
pen to paper and share your verse like it's an authentic thing it's not like you're putting it on for someone else to be or emulate this artist you're like hey i'm inspired by them but i do it my own way right exactly yeah i love that now i know one of the hardest things for many people of course was COVID 19 which is something that we still are in the process of pretty much getting to a different stage with COVID. but i know for many people around the world we face challenges um, how did you manage to stay creative and keep the music and passion alive um, during the global, global pandemic? Um, you know, I feel like just like everybody else, obviously the beginning was kind of like shocking and weird and crazy and, and worrisome. And then after a little while, I started realizing that um, maybe, you know, I just got to keep going and not and not let certain things you know, stop me from living life, even though it was definitely a serious situation. I think like maybe it was blown out of proportion just a little bit. So I just got right back to it. But um, to really answer your question, you know, when we were stuck in the house, it was almost like more inspiring because I could finally just focus on music and not really anything else. Anything else that comes with um, first of all, being an artist, like traveling and, and going on the road and performing and doing shows and doing appearances and going to events, networking, you know what I mean? Things like that were gone. And then things like family events and getting together for birthdays and weddings and things like that was all gone too. So all of a sudden, I just have more time to really just create, you know what I mean? Um, so I feel like that actually helped me a lot. And, and a lot of the the meat and potatoes of this album was created during that time. Um, I ended up doing this while well, I was working on this album and I was working on the album you mentioned earlier when you were going through the bio uh, with Burner that we dropped in August of 2020, um, like a collab album with Burner. Um, but yeah, all of those were kind of created during that time because, you know, I was just locked in the studio the whole time. So, yeah. I, I love that answer. I feel like for many people, we've looked at COVID in different ways. And I always say there's blessings in between the midst of negative experiences. And I lost a lot of people, friends who've passed through COVID or um, I worked in the medical field myself and being oh, wow. exposed to. So I was in a hospital setting and I worked in a residential hospital. I mean, residential um, building and did hospital as well. So I was working seven days a week and and I was you were front line with it. Yes. And the whole while, and I have a pre-existing, you know, condition. So I'm sitting up here, I'm like, oh man, I'm hoping everything works out and I can work through it. And I got real sick at one point and thought I had COVID. And I just, I mean, it was five days of me feeling horrible. And right. the one thing I chose to do after I said, if I survive this, I'm going to start something new. And that's when Black Canvas came about. I started my first podcast right after I oh, came back great. from that. That's fire. Um, yeah, I definitely caught it too. I caught it when I performed that Rolling Loud in Miami, which was the summer of 2021. It was the first festival back from COVID. You know what I mean? The first festival they tried and Florida wasn't as strict, I guess. So I went and performed. And when I came back from Miami, I felt really, really sick and turned out to be COVID. And I was, I definitely never been that sick. You know what I'm saying? It was a very definitely serious situation and it took like three weeks for me to get over it you know what i mean um yeah. so yeah shouts to everybody that went through that struggle and lost people um it definitely wasn't no joke you know what i mean 
But at Absolutely. the same time, at the same time, we are, you know, we gotta keep pushing. And I respect that you said, like, you know, I'ma just keep it pushing and I'll survive it and then new beginnings after that, you know? Yes, and I'm glad that you made it through and you survived. I like I said, grief is something people don't fully understand. And in my field as a counselor, I get to see and experience it each and every time I meet clients. And so I always tell people, you have to make sure you're in the right mindset before you meet with someone else. That way you can actually empathize and understand their experience, but also give them an opportunity to share and feel comfortable enough to be themselves. And so um, I'm very excited to get into my next question for you, which is Kings, because I feel like this might segue into a positive direction for sure. Um, who's been one of your biggest male influences in your life? And how has that person's guidance helped get you to where you are as an artist today? Um, so growing up, single mother home, I lost my father when I was only one, so I never really had a father. Um, so I would say, you know, I had a bunch of uncles that played a big role and were very supportive. But really, as a kid, I feel like I was raised by, like, hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was raised by... Um, you know, listening to and looking up to some of these rappers that you mentioned earlier, like Pac and Nas and, and um, you know what I'm saying? Just be inspired by their stories. And I feel like I learned a lot of values from hip hop too. That's why I say like I was raised by it or it was kind of like a father figure. Cause like, you know, just things of standing up for yourself and quote unquote, keeping it real and, you know, expressing yourself and things like that. I learned all of that from hip hop, you know, the hustle, the grind, that you know things that you can accomplish in life that you know you the average mind might think that they can't you know what i mean um so yeah i feel like i should i should give that give that up to hip-hop for real for real i i agree with that and it kind of goes into something i want to do for you i didn't tell you this ahead of time but i think since you mentioned your dad do you mind if we can dedicate this episode to your dad no i don't mind at all okay because sometimes I, I do that with episodes and when I feel like someone has a connection, I feel like this would be something that would be great if he was physically here. It would be something that he would be so proud of the hard work you've put into this. Lord, appreciate that for real. Oh, no problem at all. So my next question is play this at my funeral. So if today was your last day on earth, what would you want to be remembered as or for as it relates to your music? Um, I think the word is inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you listen to this project and my story overall, but specifically this project really is a good representation of, you know, the marathon that I've been on, rest in peace to Nipsey. Um, it's been a long grind and nothing happened overnight. But um, when you really dedicated to something and you really, you know, have a passion for something and you work hard towards it, you know what I mean? And you make the sacrifices, like things happen. And I feel like that's what, you know, my music is really all about. You know what I mean? Inspiring the next person to follow their dreams and goals in life. And, you know, I'm an Armenian kid that was raised in the Netherlands. Um, nobody that's from where I'm from is doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So it was a very, you know, the odds was definitely against me. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Usually in music, the odds are against you anyway, but I'm saying like where I'm from, like nobody even was delusional enough to think they can do this, you know? And, um, but yeah, so 
I, I think like the story speaks for itself and that's really what I represent and I hope to inspire other people by, you know, sharing that story. 100%. I think you and And one thing I did want to share is I remember seeing an interview from the past that you did and you had mentioned about Nipsey, of course, working with him and he had, um, I think y'all were planning on recording soon and then that's when he unfortunately was was murdered and i just know like that's one of those things where, where you see that idol or someone that you emulated or wanted to you know work with or create magic with and these kind of things happen it, it can shift you but i think this is one of those moments where you're able to show in what you're doing with your work like i talked about earlier and how you're spreading awareness and you have amazing people who are backing and supporting your vision like you're continuing that marathon, you're continuing to show what positive light looks like and being able to hopefully inspire the next group of Armenian kids that are going to be able to see you and say, hey, this is someone that I want to be similar to. And this is someone who's really helped to bring our culture to the forefront and something that maybe, like you said, that may not be as well rounded or shown as it can be, but you're doing it. So I'm just, I'm. that's why I said, I'm just so proud of what you're doing because it's, it's going to help shift so many people's lives appreciate that bro for real yeah the nipsey thing was crazy because we was uh you know i have a lot of big names on this project um but before i had any of them i just started working with scott storage who produced the whole project um and i was connected to nipsey and his people and he was going to be the first feature you know what i mean my business partner is in business with Nipsey and now Nipsey's family in the cannabis game. So, um, you know, they introduced me and we, we sent the record over and Nipsey said he's fucking with it. He's going to do it. Um, and it was like Wednesday when I was texting with one of his team members and I told him, yo, if it's possible, I don't want him to just record it and send it to me. Let's set up a session. So we in there together. You know, I like to be in the studio with artists together if it's possible. You know what I mean? Um, so he was like, OK, bet. Just hit me at top of the week and we'll set it up for next week. But then that Sunday is when he got killed. You know what I mean? So it's crazy, crazy story. Rest in peace to Nip. Absolutely. I mean, he was such a light. And I'm hoping that, you know, through this experience that it's going to help. Hopefully we can start to regulate some of the laws and people can understand, like, the importance and educate ourselves just around the world of what gun violence and, and mental health and just being aware of like everyone's, you know, psyche and decision-making. Cause I think that's not talked about enough. And I think hopefully at some point this will help to raise a lot, a lot more awareness in that area. But I do want to kind of go and segue to um, speaking of duets and, and features, there's a song called TBS. And I think there's someone, you know, that you've recorded with <laughs> that I'm a huge fan of as well. Um, can you tell me, what would you say to your haters, the people that have negative things to say about you? What's something that you can say to kind of negate those, those negative statements? Um, I don't really say anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I just realized like the bigger the audience gets, you know, that's just part of the game. Obviously not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to like the music. You know, when you come up, it's kind of funny because when you first start, you know, all your followers and all the people that's commenting and, you know what I mean, whoever is showing up to, like everything is just people that love you basically. Um, and then there's people that just don't know you, you know what I mean? But once you become more known, now it's like people that like you and love you know you, but also people that 
don't give a shit about you or that don't like you at all know you too. You know what I mean? Um, so now it becomes like a shift of like, you know, you're going to have some of that um, hate or whatever you want to call it, negative comments. Yeah, I just let it be. You know what I mean? I don't sit there and argue. I don't, you know, I'm human, of course. So, you know, there might be here and there you might be affected by it or fuck your mood up a little bit if you read the wrong thing at the wrong time time of the day you know what i'm saying um but 99 of the time it really don't phase me you know i understand it's a part of it and i just do me i just i'm just focused on what my goals are on what my craft is what neck what's next for me you know what i'm saying and we just building on what we building here and we don't really care about you know people that's not a fan of us it's all good you know what i mean there we go and there's room at the table for everything that's what i always say word exactly <laughs> And the, yeah, talk, the, the TBS song is, uh, I guess it's to the haters for sure. You know what I'm saying? But it's really just a, just a, you know, like a, a banger. You know what I mean? It's just like a slapper that it's kind of like an anthem. Like, you ain't talking about shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who right. are you? Like, who are you really to criticize me? To be honest, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I do, man. It's a really great song, and so. Shout out to Offset and just you just doing some amazing things out there in the industry. Shout out to Offset. Yes, sir. So I'm a huge fan. Like I said, Cardi B and Offset are two people who I enjoy. So hopefully one day they'll hear me and I'll be able to talk to them for five seconds. I'd be like, I really love you guys. Y'all are great. Uh, (laughs) Why wouldn't you? For sure. (laughs) Cardi is really dope, too. I mean, I only met Cardi like early on in her career and, um, you know, we had a brief convo, and that's when we talked about the whole Armenian genocide thing. And she took one of our shirts that, you know, we, we had, you mentioned that earlier, too, um, that came with a song. We had this whole movement. It was just like raising awareness about crimes against humanity and specifically the Armenian genocide. And she was all with it. She was, like, very, you know, asking questions about the history. She was a very intelligent girl, you know what I mean? She might be funny online, but she's smart, too, you know? Absolutely. And I always tell people when you get, especially in the beginning stages of your career, if it's reality TV based, like I always tell people that's not quote unquote reality and you have to make the most of what you've been given. And I can't tell you anyone else who's turned it a career around as quickly and being able to to really release hit after hit and do things the way she's doing things. I'm, I mean, it's it's are inspiring to see her. And I love her, like I said, she just cracks me up, like just being able to see her on television, you know, hey, that's a character she plays, but that's what artists do. Like you said, if you're an introverted person, you have to be able to find that persona and do things on stage to not only get past the nerves, but to connect with those people who are looking to see that on stage. They want to escape when they see you perform. So I love that. Nah, for sure. All right. So, Armin, I'm almost done. I only have two more questions for you. So the first question is if you could give your younger self one piece of advice what would you say to your younger self um it'll probably circle back to um you know the people you hanging out with that we talked about earlier um i feel like i wasted a lot of time being loyal to the wrong people you know what i'm saying um there's definitely something about being too loyal you know what i mean like loyalty is a two-way street um, and sometimes I didn't realize that I felt like, nah, this is my dog. Like, I got to stick with him, even though people are holding you back. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, so, you know, being loyal, of course, is very important, but being loyal to the right people that are also loyal to you and to your goals in life, you know, and being loyal to yourself and your dreams or what you want to do with this one life that you have. So, yeah, it kind of comes back to like, you know, always having the right people around you, cutting out negativity. You know, my my album is called Mean, but, it, you know, which is what everybody calls me. But it's also an acronym. It stands for Manifest Everything, Avoid Negativity. So um, that would be, I guess, the advice I would give my younger self. You can manifest things if you really want want it and work towards it. And, you know, number one rule is avoid all negativity. Cut the drama out. It's not worth your time or your energy. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I, I, I tell you my phrase, everyone who knows me, I say I put people on do not disturb mode in my mind, and that's what I live by. There so. you go. <laughs> Feel that saying. <laughs> my, next make- my next interview i might say that bro i'm, I'm gonna let you know right now <laughs> you can have it i mean i don't copyright it if you make a song you can take it <laughs> <laughs> my dog all right. all right and the last question i have for you do you mind letting our listeners know how can they find you online and what's next for you uh definitely so uh, all social media platforms it's armin armin is spelled the letter r like you know respect and then just M-E-A-N, mean, like a mean person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Instagram, obviously Spotify, YouTube, or whatever you use. Make sure to follow me, hit me. I check my messages. I'm always interacting with people. Um, and yeah, the new album's out right now. It's entirely produced by Scott Storch. It's called Mean. I got Nas on there, Method Man on there, Offset, Quavo, YG. Uh, who am I forgetting? Kabaka Pyramid. Jeremiah, French Montana, the list goes on. Um, yeah, I think I think I made an undeniable album this year in hip hop. So come uh, fuck with your boy. Well, when you get your first Grammy, just get out there, share it. I mean, you are going to be a huge star. I mean, you already have started me, but I don't make the decision on on the voting. I mean, but I definitely think like this <laughs> album is amazing. I listened to it when it came out. I shared it with friends and family, letting them know to listen to it as well. I'm just very that. excited for you. It's, it's no problem at all. Like I said, I believe in supporting people who are doing the right things. And I think you're on the right page. And the one thing I admire about you the most is that you went from doing something that you, of course, was a job that anyone who studies hard and who has that passion can do. And you could still be doing it full time, but you knew there was something else in you that you could help to change lives. And I I do think that your path went in this direction for the right reason. And if it didn't, I don't think you would be able to to have made all these impacts the way you have with your music. And it's going to live on forever. And so I'm very excited for who you are as a person, but I can't wait to see what the future holds. And I just appreciate you being my first guest on season 10 and, this has been a great opportunity. My guy. Well, thank you for having me on season 10, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the support. Um, and looking forward to what the future holds, you know what I mean? For both of us. I appreciate you so much. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right. So Armin, I hope you have a great rest of your day and thank you for giving us your time and I will continue to support you. And if you ever, Decide to come back in the future. You have my information. Hit me up. We would love to have you back. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye. Peace. Oh, yeah.
Oh, 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 oh,